So let's review. Zok the Mishnah, not lumaychen es chamayre venosle chamar acher. If a tax collector confiscated a person's donkey and instead gave him another, or not listem es kisusle venosle kisusa cheres, a robber stole his garment and instead gave him another. Harei l'shaloi memnei shabal misayshem hen. The person may keep the donkey or garment even though they are stolen because it's assumed that the owner already despaired of recovering them. The Gemara cites a Brisa that disagrees and says, "Im not al the person must return the item to its owner." And the Machlekes is explained as follows: The Mishnah rules because the Mishnah holds yish kani. One does acquire an object through yish, the owner's despair. Therefore, as Rashi explains, the person acquires the item entirely and does not need to pay its value to the original owner because there was both the owner's yish together with the items transferred to a new owner. While the Brisa holds because yish kani, one does not acquire an object through yish and it still belongs to the original owner. The Mishnah continues, If a person recovered someone's item from a flowing river, a pillaging army, or a band of robbers, if he is certain that the owner was miyayish, he may keep the item, but if not, he must return it to its owner. Similarly, If he recovered someone's swarm of bees, if he is certain that the owner was miyayish, he may keep the bees, but if not, he must return them to their owner. The Gemara discusses an obvious contradiction regarding listim. The Reisha of the Mishnah says, Apparently because It is assumed that the owner was Meyayish, even if he did not explicitly say so. While the Seifa of the Mishnah says, Only if the owner was explicitly Meyayish, apparently because Meyayish. It is not assumed that the owner was Meyayish, unless he explicitly says so. Ravashi explains as follows, the Reisha refers to Listam Akum, a non-Jewish robber, in which Pistam Meyayish, we assume that the owner was certainly Meyayish because he thinks that he cannot recover his possession. While the Sefer refers to Listam Yisrael, a Jewish robber, in which Pistam Eina Meyayish, we assume that the owner was not Meyayish because Sava Lamachar Nekitna Lebedina, he thinks that he can recover the item through Bezdin. Rav Yisuf explains vice versa. The Listam Akum, Pistam Eina Meyayish. In the case of a non-Jewish robber, we assume that he was not Meyayish because Akum did die in the Begisi. The non-Jewish courts enforce their verdicts and will compel the robber to return the item he stole. While Belistim Yisrael bestam Meyayish. In the case of a Jewish robber, we do assume that he was Meyayish because Kivan de Amri Meimer. Bezdin does not enforce their verdict and will not compel the robber to return the item. The Gemara proceeds with a mission of Mesechtas Kalim regarding Stam Yish. Highs that belong to a private person become susceptible to tumma by mere designation for use for a purpose which does not require any more work, such as for a mat, because the ur is now considered a completed kli. As Rashi explains, because he does not usually sell his hides and it will indeed be used for, the, his, for this designated purpose. Hides that belong to a tanner do not become susceptible to tumma by mere designation because the ur is not considered a completed kli because he usually sells his hides and he might decide to sell this designated hide as well and the buyer might use the hide for another purpose which does require additional work. The Mishnah continues with Machloikis. The Tanakhama says, If one steals animal hides covertly, he can designate them as mats, thereby deeming them completed utensils that are susceptible to Tumah. Because as Rashi and Daf explains, Stam One usually despairs of recovering items from a Ganav because he doesn't know who stole it. Therefore the Ganav acquires the hides and can designate their use. 
On the other hand, Shal Gazlan, if one openly steals hides, he cannot designate them as mats because one does not usually despair of recovering items from a gazan because he knows who it is and plans on suing him in court. Therefore, the gazan does not acquire the hides and cannot designate their use. Shimon maintains that the reverse is true. If one openly steals hides, he can designate them as mats. Because One does usually despair of recovering items from a gazan because only powerful people steal openly and the owner thinks that he has no recourse. If one steals animal hides covertly, he cannot designate them as mats because One does not despair of recovering items from a ganav because he hopes to find the ganav and sue him. Ula says, Machlech is bestam, the Machlekes Tanakam of Reb Shimon is only regarding Stam Yish, assumed despair. However, both agree that if the person was explicitly Meyayish, the Yish is effective regarding both Ganav and Gazlan. Rabbi disagrees and says, The Machlekes is even regarding a person who was explicitly Meyayish. And the Yish is not effective according to the Tanakam in the case of Gazlan and according to Reb Shimon in the case of Ganav. Because as Rashi explains, Kol Shaita Daite Leminket the Bedina. The owner still intends to recover his possessions in court. The Gemara mentions a third opinion. Rabbi Yomer Ganav Kegazlan. Rabbi says there is no distinction between Ganav and Gazlan, and the Gemara concludes Kegazlan Reb Shimon. Rabbi holds regarding both Ganav and Gazlan, as Reb Shimon holds regarding Gazlan, that Bistamim Yayish one does usually despair of recovering his possessions. The Mishnah continues with Halachas of Nechil Shal Devarim, a swarm of bees. Says, a woman or a child is believed regarding from whose property the swarm of bees originated. Although they're generally possible aides, disqualified to testify, the Gemara explains that the Mishnah is a case of the owner was chasing after the bees. The woman or child casually said that the bees originated from this property. And even though Ravashi says, The casual statement of a psul edis is not accepted regarding matters that are midaraisa, with the exception of permitting a woman to remarry. However, their testimony is accepted in this case because it's only a matter that is midrabonan, because midaraisa, swarm of bees, is considered hefker onalis. However, the Rabbana initiated that it belongs to the owner of the property and made Darki Shalom to promote peaceful relations. The Mishnah continues, A person is permitted to enter someone else's field to recover his swarm of bees. And if he causes damage, he must compensate the owner of the field. However, if the bees settled on a tree, he may not cut off the branch even if he intends to compensate the owner. disagrees and says, He may cut off the branch and compensate the owner because, as the Bryce explains, This is one of the stipulations that Yeshua Benun initiated for the common good.